Hi, everybody. My apologies. This The Best Hawaii podcast has been um, taking a nap in the past, uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many months it's been, but I've been committed to a nonprofit that I've been helping completely voluntarily, and it consumed a lot of my life all the way through June and July. So I am happy to say that I am raring to go and bring the podcast back. <laughs> so a topic that I wanted to talk about, which I noticed is, you know, has been making the news lately, is you know, since COVID or even during COVID, there were incentives for people to move to Hawaii. And um, now the kind of trend that I'm seeing, you know, in terms of like articles and blogs and on the news are people advising folks not to move to Hawaii. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this. You know, I am a Keikioka Aina, conceived, born and raised from the islands. And um, I can understand where people are coming from in terms of moving here and thinking it's paradise. Um, but, you know, that's actually going anywhere, you know, especially when you travel somewhere on vacation, you only receive certain portions of reality, right? It's not even really a reality when you're on vacation. Uh, but yes, it is beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. We have gorgeous beaches, wonderful snorkeling, great hiking, delicious food, friendly people, diverse entertainment. Uh, and there's so many different aspects to the islands that, of course, anyone would love. And it's not just the, the weather. <laughs> so looking at some of the articles that recently came out, um, one of the first things that people are saying that you should not move to Hawaii is because it's very expensive. And, you know, it is one of the top five most expensive places to live in the country. And I think, you know, we follow behind New York and San Francisco. But yes, if you take into consideration that we actually import over 80% of our product to the islands, you have to, you know, assess the cost for that. Um, we try to support local as much as possible, but we are an island in the middle of the ocean. And so some things will cost more just because of our location. And they'll also cost more because if it is local, you know, having a farm here and finding workers and being able to manufacture, you know, it, it is a little bit more challenging than if you're in other countries like Indonesia. So, uh, yeah, so it's been said that you need to earn over $100,000 a year to make it. And it really depends if you're quite frugal. I mean, I remember when I started my first like major job and I was making $30,000 a year and I was paying rent. I was living in a studio and it was barely enough to get by, but I was getting by. And that's just me as a single female um, many, many years ago. So it is going to be a little expensive, <laughs> but you can make it work. Um, so that's just one aspect of what some people say. And yes, starting a business here, you know, it, it's fairly easy to do just in terms of getting everything in order and filing and getting your business license. Uh, but we do have a general excise tax here, um, which, you know, the state taxes 
businesses here to run their business. And I didn't realize that we were unique in doing that until I was sending、uh, clients on the mainland an invoice and they're like, what is this additional tax here? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize. But yes, it, it is you know, a bit more costly if you're going to be a business owner、uh, just in terms of the taxation. Um, Some people have criticized our public education, and I'm not really going to touch that. I am a product of public education. I went to Kilauea Elementary School, and I also went to Kapa'a High School, and those are rural Kauai public schools. And I was in AP classes in high school and was quite challenged.、Um, I still don't really test very well, though, but you know, there are some. Private schools that excel, and we have a lot of very well known celebrities that have attended those private schools.、Uh, and some people have really criticized the quality of the public education here.、Uh, but it really just depends on where you live and the school that you would like your child to attend. Another reason some people say、um, it's a little bit more challenging, this is going to be economical as well, is the pay. Is a little bit lower than the national average despite the high cost of living. And you know, that's not the case for every single employer. I know some people pay more or double minimum wage.、Uh, so it really just depends on what you are seeking in terms of employment.、Um, and also, first time home ownership is nearly impossible. That is true. I can attest to that.、Uh, buying a home or land or anything of the like in Hawaii is really challenging.、Um, you're looking at a million dollars for a house, and it's kind of crazy. Affordable housing is not even that affordable. And so a lot of locals will continue to live at home, you know, up until their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, because that's just so much more sustainable, and then they end up inheriting the house. So,、um, they say that the median price for a single family home on Oahu is just under a million dollars, and for a condo, it's over $600,000. And so, that is actually 100% correct. It is quite challenging. Uh, another reason that people complain is the traffic. And, you know, it was interesting during COVID time, we saw a reprieve from the traffic and it was quite wonderful. But now school's back in session and work is back in session.、Um, traffic heading westbound or anywhere anytime after 3 30 p.m., which is our Pauhana or after work traffic or after school traffic, can be quite congested. You have to give yourself about an hour or so to kind of get anywhere. And、um, I feel like that's kind of similar to any metropolitan city.、Um, you know, in LA, it takes you an hour to two hours to get anywhere. So it really just depends on what you're used to. But yes, as with any place in the world,、um, traffic can get pretty congested and heavy. Uh, another thing people are talking about is just, I guess, higher gas prices <laughs> and the politics.、Uh, we are a democratic state,、um, although we do have a strong Republican Party. And there are, it's kind of an interesting、uh, mishmash of, you know, Asian, Japanese, Korean.、Um, And there might be a little bit more on the conservative side, but then they are still democratic. So、uh, it's, it's definitely 
an interesting blend when it comes to politics. <clears throat> but uh, another thing that people have spoken about is if you are Caucasian, uh, meaning if you're white or if you look white and you move here, um, you may feel some discrimination. And that is true. Uh, you know, I actually grew up being raised by my Howley or my white mom. And even though I was a brown baby and a brown kid and I was super, super dark in high school because I was on the swim team, uh, people called me a dumb Howley. And that is just a part of racism. And there's racism all over the world. <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, um, you would think that in this diverse melting pot of cultures and races that we would be ultimately very accepting but um, yes if you have blonde hair and blue eyes um, and you go surfing at a locals only kind of surf spot there's a pretty good chance that you're going to um, encounter some kind of <clears throat> shocking or cultural shock uh, when it comes to encountering um, people in the water or on the beach because you are, you have become a minority. And so uh, that is definitely something that's very interesting to see. But for, on a personal note, I can say that there are going to be a lot of Hapa babies moving forward. Because um, we went to a baby first birthday the other day. And there were like six babies that were half Asian and half white. And they're just beautiful. And there's lots of blended families happening. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of where we're at, it's been like that in Hawaii for a very long time where they're kind of anti-white, even though, you know, there are a lot of white people here and it's a blended society. Um, but if you just moved here and you don't know anything and, you know, you don't know the the tactful way to engage with people, uh, you may feel definitely discriminated against, that's for sure. Um, they're talking a little bit more about being an outsider and yeah, you know, if you move, even if you've lived here for 20 years, you might still feel like uh, an outsider. Um, but yeah, overall people are just saying that everything is really expensive and it's crowded and there's traffic, but Hey, isn't there, <laughs> everything costs something everywhere and there's traffic everywhere. So honestly, I love my Island home. And I've never lived anywhere else. I've traveled all over the world, but I'm so happy to call Hawaii my home. And to be born and raised here, I know is definitely an advantage. And to be brown with brown hair and brown eyes is a little bit of a, an advantage in, ter in terms of like integrating. But I did come from the island of Kauai with no, you know, not very many friends here. And you just have to kind of immerse yourself and and make friends the best way that you know how. So <laughs> for those people that are advising others not to come here or not to move here, um, totally understandable. But I think it's going to be a situation that people will encounter anywhere, any place that you've moved to for the first time and you're not a majority. So those are my two cents. You can take it or leave it. Stay tuned for more episodes of The Best Hawaii. I'm back and producing more segments. I'm also going to be launching a new um, series called Hidden Gems in Hawaii. And the premise is where I go and visit some of my favorite hole-in-the-wall hidden gem eateries and showcase some of my favorites and uh, maybe sometime down the road some of your favorites too. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha.